Hello, and welcome to my story, Abundant Life Right Now. My name is Jana, and I want to thank all of you who've tuned in today. We pray that you had a wonderful holiday, that you're having a wonderful new year, and that you'll continue to join us and invite others to join us for a new episode every week. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire, inform, and uplift all those who choose to tune in. If you haven't already, hit the follow button so that you'll be notified of each week's new broadcast. If you have a share button, please share this with others so that they can listen as well. If you're listening on the Anchor platform, I want to encourage you to leave an audio comment for me by clicking on the plus message icon button on the homepage of our podcast. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Usually each podcast is based on one word and includes various segments that spring from my personal experiences with life after my diagnosis. And we hope that anyone listening will find some source of inspiration or information by listening. This week's focus is the word check. And our format consists of three segments presented in the following order. Words of inspiration, check this out, and challenge of the week. And now, words of inspiration. We are about to enter the last full week of the first month of 2022. This month seems to have flown by, and it's startling how this year has started out with with such life-altering events for so many people. Many started the year with tragedy, grief, illness, financial loss, and loss of employment. Whatever form, many started the year in crisis, including me. So today, I'm checking in on all of you and asking, how are you doing? Now, I know you can't actually answer me, but I do want you to stop, physically stop, and take a moment and take stock of your life. Sometimes we can get so busy and move so fast that we neglect to really examine ourselves, to let God talk to us and tell us how we're doing, what we could be doing better, how we could be doing better, and what he wants to do for us. Many churches and assemblies take January as a time to consecrate ourselves back to Jesus after a year, a time, a season of hustle and bustle. January is the time to stop and meditate on God's word and listen to God and get guidance for the coming year. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. In the Amplified Version of the Bible, it says, Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers and ridiculers, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts and teachings, 
He habitually meditates day and night. And he will be like a tree, firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. The first few verses of the first chapter of the book of Psalm set the stage for the entire book of Psalm, which gives advice on how to endure, how to stay with God, how to encourage yourself in times of trouble, how to make it, how to keep going with the Lord. This book teaches us how to check ourselves. We hear David and other psalmists tell of their plights of life, but while these songs include lamenting on their hardships, they are steeped in instruction as well as praise and worship. For instance, in this scripture, Psalm 1, we are first told that if we do not follow the advice and example of the wicked, if we don't stand in the path of sinners trying to be like them or where they are, if we don't hang around with those who make fun of and mock believers, then we'll be blessed. Again, this requires that we check ourselves. Who am I trying to impress and why? Who am I trying to look like and why? Who am I trying to please and why? Who am I trying to dress like and why? I want that new phone, but do I want it because it's what's in and what all the celebrities are carrying? There's nothing wrong with having nice things and being progressive and being in positions of leadership. Deuteronomy 28.13 tells us that if we listen and follow God's commandments, he will make us leaders and not followers. The key, however, is that we desire these things with the correct intentions, with the correct motives. What is our spiritual heart condition? Are we genuinely happy for the sister who just got a new car when we've been riding on the bus for the last two months because we can't afford to get our car fixed? Or do we smile secretly feeling some kind of way because, well, you fill in the blanks. Our spiritual heart condition would dictate how we progress in Jesus and how we survive, if we survive, and how we thrive through difficult times. Not only are we not to try and be like sinners, emulating them, those being those who do not believe and are not following Christ, but verse 2 tells us that there is a payoff if we delight in the law of the Lord and on his law, his precepts and teachings, we habitually meditate day and night. Usually the word habit is associated with negative practices that we want to break, like biting our fingernails or being obsessive or compulsive with our cell phone usage or eating junk food. But this scripture suggests that we make it a habit that we practice meditating on the word of God, finding joy in what he has said and what he has taught us in that word. So by definition of the word habit, thinking about and meditating on God's law becomes a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up because we don't want to give it up. And when we approach life like this, 
developing this good habit of delighting in and meditating on God's law, we reap the ability to and the benefits of arriving at the victorious end of our battles. Verse 3 of Psalm 1 says of the person who lives this way, And he will be like a tree, firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. Again, that's the Amplified Version. So, not only will you be rooted and grounded, but you will be spiritually fed and cared for, being situated by the source of your strength and nourishment. We will be blessed and we'll, we'll have conditions that, uh, that call for destruction, but we'll thrive. You will come through rough times marveling at how you made it through when others fell by the wayside along the way. We'll not only prosper, but we'll become stronger in the Lord. We'll mature for having seen the Lord work in our lives, Him having revealed just how much He loves us and demonstrating His great power. But it all starts with us checking ourselves and making sure that we are doing what we're supposed to do according to God's will for our lives. The world says that if I'm in pain, I have the right or I have a reason to be mad at the world and to blow off some steam by being unpleasant with everyone with whom I come into contact. But God's word says in Romans 8.10, Be kindly affectioned to one another, with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. This is why we have to read and study the word, so that we it mirrors, it shows us who we are, what we're doing, and we can correct any wrong activity. When it says be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another, this is not written as an option, nor does it give conditions under which we are allowed to ignore it. When we're given instructions like this, we're expected to follow them. And we can be assured that Jesus has already overcome the world, making it possible for us to do what we've been instructed to do. No excuses. We may not want to, We may not like it, but Jesus has made it possible for us to do these things. The last full week of January 2022, this is it. What do we need to check ourselves on? It doesn't include reading and meditating on God's word. If we're too busy to take time to read and meditate on God's word so that he can heal us, touch us, teach us, so that he can speak to us, through it and show us ourselves, then we're too busy. Blessedly, we still have a week and two days to go before the first month is over to get into that word and allow it to establish us, to make us stable, to set us and ground us in God, to make us spiritually healthy so that we can endure hard times with joy and peace in our hearts, still treating everyone right, including ourselves telling others of the goodness of Jesus and how they can experience his great salvation and a life not free of trouble. For Job 14.1 tells us that men that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. 
but they will experience, despite those days of trouble, victories in Christ. For in John 16:33, Jesus said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. The writers of GotQuestions.com put it beautifully when they wrote, Through his anointing and through his atoning sacrifice on the cross and subsequent resurrection, Jesus overcame the world by conquering death. He shares that victory with all who repent and believe in him as Lord and Savior. For every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. According to 1 John 5, 4 and 5. Christ's death grants salvation and eternal life to all who believe him. We overcome the world because we belong to God. His spirit lives in us and is greater than the one who is in the world. 1 John 4 and 4. And they conclude by saying Jesus not only paid the penalty for our sin, but he also won a pivotal victory over Satan and all the supernatural powers of evil who are aligned with him. The devil has been defeated through Jesus Christ. As believers, we appropriate Christ's victory when we put on the whole armor of God. So let us check ourselves. Not concentrating on resolutions, what we hope to accomplish this year, what we hope to change. Not concentrating on those resolutions necessarily, but practicing meditating on God's word, which will guide us into all truth. It will tell us the way that we should go, the things that we should do. Jesus will guide us through the labyrinth of life and make sure we come out successfully on the other side still securely anchored in him and more confident than ever that God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and in control of all. Check this out. On January 1st, 1993, Czechoslovakia peacefully split into the Czech Republic and Slovakia, an event sometimes called the Velvet Divorce. But despite having been one nation for roughly 75 years, the two countries have very different religious profiles according to a recent Pew Research Center study. While Slovakia is majority Catholic, that being 63%, Around 7 in 10 Czechs in the Czech Republic, that being 72%, are religiously unaffiliated. In addition, far more people in Slovakia than in the Czech Republic say they believe in God. In Slovakia, 69% of people believe in God. And while their religion is recorded as Christianity, Only a reported 29% of people in the Czech Republic, that's out of the 10.6 million people, believe that there is a God. Let us first be grateful 
that we know in whom we believe. And his name is Jesus. And now that we know it, let us pray for all countries and nations around the world, especially the Czech Republic, that they hear about and accept Jesus into their hearts and become active believers. God, bless the Czech Republic and all others who don't know you to come into the knowledge of you and your truth and accept you as Lord and Savior of their lives. Let them be saved with baptism in water in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Spirit of God, that being the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as God gives the utterance. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Challenge of the week. Well, your challenge this week includes a three-item checklist. Uh, And we're asking that you would uh, complete these items every day of the week. So first item on the checklist is to read Psalm chapter 1 three times every day for just one week. And we're asking that you add this to your regular reading, uh, any reading that your pastors ask you to do for the week. Add Psalm chapter 1, reading it three times a day for one week. The second item on uh, the Challenge of the Week checklist is whatever scripture you read this week, take a moment after reading it to meditate quietly on it, giving God the opportunity to illuminate some truths and to show you what he wants you to take away from that scripture, how he wants you to incorporate it in your life or apply it to your life. So take some time to meditate on that scripture once you read it. And the third item on our challenge of the week checklist is to slow down, to give yourself a chance to check yourself. Sometimes we move so fast, we're doing so many things that we miss important things that need our attention. So slow down. So your three item checklist for the week uh, is to first of all read Psalm chapter 1, three times a day, every day for a week. And then to meditate on whatever scripture you read for this week. Take some time to meditate on it. To let God speak to you concerning that scripture. And lastly, we ask that you slow down and give yourself a chance to check yourself. To look over yourself to see what you need to take stock of and what needs attention. These have been your challenges for the week. Thank you for tuning in. Please join us again for our next episode. Tell your friends about this podcast and share it with them so that they can become a part of the Abundant Life Right Now family. Writers of GotQuestions.com wrote, the Greek word translated overcome means to defeat, to win a victory over, as in a context or military conflict. The world is in the created physical realm, the domain of existence here on earth, which is considered distinct from the heavenly or spiritual realm. Jesus knows that here on earth we encounter trouble and sorrow, but he has overcome the world and every earthly obstacle for us. Our words of inspiration today urge us to read and meditate on the law of the Lord 
remembering that it will yield growth, maturity, and stability in God, as well as victory over our troubles, troubles that life will throw at us. Check yourself regularly to be sure that you're staying in His Word and walking on the path He has set before you. For it may have its share of trouble, but all along the way and at its end, victory has already been won and victory is already yours. Don't forget to pray for the Czech Republic and all others who have not come into the knowledge and truth of God's Word. And consider taking on the challenges posed to you in the challenge of the week. I'd love to hear from you, so please press the plus message icon button to leave your audio comment and feedback. So until next week, I pray that God continue to bless you to live abundant life right now.